Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio, Sal Capaccio, Sal Capaccio, Sal Capaccio on WGR. Welcome back. Mike Shopier, Bulldog is off. Important day, sad day coming up tomorrow here at WGR with Howard Simon's retirement. Tomorrow is his last show. They, you know, fittingly, of course, I would say, scheduled a get together for him to celebrate and wish him well. And uh, Sal, that's at 4 o'clock tomorrow. So put me down as doubtful. It's not 3 o'clock? Well, maybe it's at 3, but it's either... What's at 4 o'clock? Wait, 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 which one? I'm sorry, what's at 4 o'clock exactly tomorrow? Isn't there some party for him? Oh, okay, yeah. I, okay, I'm sorry, because the trade deadline's at 3 o'clock. So you were talking about the trade deadline and holiday and then 4 o'clock, 3 yes. o'clock. I just got everything mixed up, that's all. Yeah, well, that you know, the way I've been talking already today, again, it's like that could be a sad day, too. <laughs> <laughs> it often is for it the It is Sabres. a sad day, yes, yes. It's yes. usually it it's a been. It's a celebration of Howard's career, of course, right? I mean, there's no doubt about that, and we're all um, sad to see him go. And uh, But I know that he's very, very much at peace with what he's doing and where he's at, so that's great. Um, tomorrow, the tra- NHL trade deadline. I thought it was very interesting that we will be gathering kind of to celebrate Howard, and it will be literally right after the NHL trade deadline, and who knows what we'll be talking about. Yeah, but again, probably a pretty good chance. It's uh, If it's about hockey, it's other teams' trades, usually. That's, that's, <laughs> now, it could be different this year. I, I like where they're headed. All right, so... Um, I, did, I did see the Sabres uh, just made a deal and traded Anders Bjork to the Blackhawks for future considerations. Yes. So I guess he was still on the team. Rochester. Yep. Yeah, he was exciting for a minute, but uh, that seems to be happening. You're right. All right. Your latest uh, chapter in the State of the Bills gets to offensive line, and this position or group, this group, position group, has come up plenty of times in our conversations already this offseason. In terms of free agency, it's kind of interesting. They have several backups whose contracts are running up, running out 
as far as the starters go, Sal, it was, I don't know, how would you put it? I liked you know your breakdown guy by guy in, in the article, but uneven, right? Like at the end of the year, mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think we felt great about the Bills up front. No, I think inconsistent's a good word, too. Um, you know, I think that even the team has kind of recognized that and said that in so many ways. I know that Brandon Bean has said, you know, that he'd like to see Josh takes less hits. And I, I do think I think he's talking about Josh himself, but I think he's also talking about just the offensive line play as well. But that's on the heels of or even before Sean McDermott said, you know, yeah, they did some good things. They ran the ball well as the season went on. And that's not false. Sure, they did. And, you know, they, they had a nice yards per carry and things like that. But he also said that, you know, Josh took too much pressure, uh, especially kind of early, a little early on in the downs. Um, so those are areas they'd like to improve. So, yeah, there's there's room for improvement. And I think after writing the article, like, it's just, it's this weird kind of space because they have four of their five starters coming back. It's not like, and what I mean coming back is still under contract. They weren't horrible. They also have much room for improvement if you want to. So how do you do that? Does it come via the draft? And then there's no guarantee you draft a guy at 28 that he's going to step right in and be a starter at that spot. Um, do you do it via free agency? And if you do, what kind of investment are you willing to spend? Are you going to suddenly you know, make Ryan Bates a backup at $5 million a year is what he's costing basically on the salary cap? Like there's just some some trickiness to how we'll go about this. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and, and Morris at center, I, I like how you put it there. Like he – he hasn't given – we don't have any reason yet to wonder whether he's coming back this year, whether he – you know, his personal health and, like, from his standpoint, except to say that, you know, you have to wonder about that without any news on it because of the concussions he's had and his age. And there is the the cap casualty part of his story, too. Like, it's a pretty good savings. It's also a pretty good dent. That's how it goes with these things uh, if you do cut them. Anything to sort of enlighten us from from you on Morse? So there's been no indication that Mitch Morse isn't going to play football anymore. I think, you know, when he got the concussion and he's had numerous concussions, we know that there's always been talk about should he play football? There's there's the opinion of whether or not he should. And then there's, well, what is he thinking? Right. I mean, there's those are two separate things. Even if you think he's so a fan thinks he shouldn't. It doesn't mean he's not going to. It's up to him and his doctors and his family and all those kinds of things. Even when he came back, Mike, from his concussion, you know, he talked pretty – I thought actually he really kind of surprised me how he talked about just – yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's had a lot of conversations about this, and, you know, they're going forward. He's going to play football. Um, I, I have not seen any sort of indication that Mitch Morris is not planning on playing football in 2023. So that leads me to he's the starting center. He was their best offensive lineman last year. He was their most consistent offensive lineman last year. Yes, they can save $5.5 million on the salary cap by releasing him, but they'd also take on a $6 million salary cap hit. I don't see any reason why you would do that unless you felt he wasn't going to play due to the concussions or another reason. Right. Mitch Morris is the starting center next year. So I, I, the other part of this is, I've re- even this morning, you know, you know, Jeremy and Joe asked me, should they draft a guard who could eventually play center? I guess. I mean, I don't think you have to think of it that way. If you want a guard, draft a guard. You you figure out center later when Mitch Moore says he's not playing. He's 31 years old, which isn't that old. So he can play a while longer. Right. So Bates, Morse. How about the, the tackles? I mean, Dawkins is entrenched. You've mentioned a few times. I mean, he had somewhat of a bumpy year 
Dawkins, at least for him, considering it's a pretty high standard. And then Spencer Brown at right tackle. Again, I think you made the right points on him in the piece, WGR550.com. Uh, totally. Like, Brandon Bean, after the season, talking about like his the time he needed and the rookies need in general, but specifically Brown, to ramp up. So no changes, I would think, coming at either tackle. Okay, so I don't think so either based on how they talk, but I do think it's curious that they have really talked up Spencer Brown kind of this offseason. So either that's obviously true and they really believe in him, which I don't have any reason to necessarily doubt that, but I think sometimes when that happens, it makes me think, are you saying that for a reason because – you kind of are going to make a change, and you're you're not you're trying to kind of not steer anybody that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or you want to do oh. something? And I do wonder, right? You know, like the old smokescreen, right? Like it's just you're kind of forced to when you talk about it. If you know you might want to change, it might get you more to. It's not even intentional, just to kind of talk about it because you don't want to anybody think, well, we just really don't like this player. Not like they're moving on from him or anything, but it might mean that they want to bring in competition. They want maybe they have you know they want to make him more of the backup swing tackle or something like that. But I do find it interesting um, that they have talked about him so much. But as I sit here right now, I, I'm going to take them at their word that Spencer Brown is clearly in their plans to be the starting right tackle, and they feel that you know that back injury and coupled with him going to Northern Iowa and you know the ramp up in the NFL and the the speed of the game and all that has kind of really slowed him down to where he needed to be. Good point on Botker, I think, you know, signs point to the Bills yep. thinking highly enough of him to want him around. After that in terms of the depth, they can do anything they want, I think, you know, like yeah. replacement level players pretty much so you can have the same ones or different ones. Yeah, I mean, David Questenberry can play both outside and inside. Van Roten can play guard and center. That's all really important, so just sign him back. Because he, I, I know how that sounds to a lot of people. I say, well, just sign him back. And there's probably fans going, what do you mean? Like, you can be do better. Well, that's fine. Where? Because but you're, you're not going to spend a ton of money on these backups, these second and third stringers. So whether it's David Questenberry, Greg Van Roten, those guys, Bobby Hart, whether it's them or someone else, it's going to be kind of the same level of player. So the philosophy here is why not just get them back because they're in your system. They played for Ken Dorsey. They played for Aaron Cromer. Could you maybe get a better player? Sure. If there's a guy out there and you feel like it, I get it. But if you're going to pretty much spend a minimum amount of salary anyway for these players, you're pretty much getting the same kind of player across the board. Sal Capaccio on the West Her Hotline. His article, State of the Bills, quarterback, running back, offensive line. Each article, of course, up at the website and on the Odyssey app. You can read the articles there, too, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Uh, when are you doing wide receivers? Tomorrow? I'd like to. Uh, tonight I'll try and work on some of that um, if I can. I'm not sure if I can get to it. We actually, um, we, have, we have winter baseball practice tonight, so I'll be ha- oh. out there with Max uh, in a little while, actually, when I'm done with you. Uh, so I'll try to do that. But, yeah, I think over the next 24 hours or so I'll be, re- be doing that. And or tight ends, but I think receivers will come first. So I'm going to have to kind of parse that however I you know can, best I can. Those are separate? Usually, because the wide receivers take so long, I try to do that. Yeah, uh, because there's so many. So, But tight end is an interesting one because this is a really good tight end draft. And, you know, I think there's just been a little bit of buzz that maybe the Bills will want to add to that. So I do think it's intriguing. So I'm excited myself to kind of look at it and where it stands right now for the team remember they brought oj howard in last year and kind of didn't work out like what does that look like but as we all know wide receiver is maybe the most intriguing position for this team this offseason feels like tight end you know they did commit to knox and he's been he just hasn't got he's ever commanded a lot of targets as i've made that point many times but 
red zone, and he's been a he's a good athlete. Like he's been a receiver of value in their offense. The the tight end fit, especially if they want to sort of reinvent themselves even a little bit, offensive line, um, take the pressure away from Allen a little bit, would be somebody you know, just like 12 personnel that yeah. you can can really block, you know, somebody like that. So a, a bigger body. But apparently there are plenty of names, including a couple perhaps tight ends that could be off the board before the Bills pick. I don't think they would do that in the first round uh, after this Knox contract. That'd be weird, but uh, it's a mm-hmm. good year for it. It is. Um, there are some very good tight ends. You're right about Knox's contract. It kicks in this year. Um, he signed that extension, and it's a pretty hefty extension, it's a four-year deal, and they even structured it where he's making like pretty minimum amount of base salary this year in order to spread out the money on the salary cap. But I've always felt that they just they want to get that other guy that can really create those matchups. I think that's what they wanted from Howard last year. It just didn't work out. And you know, Quentin Morris played well enough, I guess. You know, for what you would expect maybe from him, but he never really he's not going to be this big threat on the field all that all the time. They have Reggie Gilliam. They can flex out sometimes. Um, and then Tommy Sweeney's just a, a break glass in case of emergency kind of guy. Um, that's what I'll probably write about him, actually, when I write it. Uh, you know, And, and he, I think he's going to be a free agent anyway. So it is the right point on Dawson Knox and how you know resource allocation to the position, that starts to come into play really heavily there. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask you about Aaron Rodgers here for a minute? Sure. Probably right. Did I miss something with him today? No. I was just watching Ross Tucker posted like a two-minute uh, commentary about Rodgers and like what it continues to just be a situation that's almost baffling how for what the third year in a row the Packers are in this jam because of yeah. Rodgers and like you know Ross was talking about you know it does he want to go somewhere else or whatever he's trying to decide the Packers I agree with Ross and I think that maybe this is obvious they very much sound like they want to be done like it's Love needs to play is a quote from the from the GM. Like they they want to go there, but you know for Rodgers to be traded, it's so much money, and somebody has to be convinced that he wants to be theirs, right? Like he's sort of an enigma like this. I don't know. Like I know we did the draft and everything. I ended up picking Green Bay because I looked at it as such a, as like a given that Rodgers would be gone, but maybe it's not. I know. I I feel like they really want to kind of move on, but it's very hard for them to do that. I just feel that everything that kind of gets sourced out of there and talked about, and Andrew Brandt's a lot on this because, you know, he used to be in their front office and he's a good follow on Twitter and he knows the business of the sport and all that. And he's kind of indicated, like, it's basically, they just don't, (laughs) they're tired of his crap and, like, it's not worth it anymore. So they'd kind of like to move on, but they also know that he's great. And I I think the the best scenario for for the Packers would be, what they really want is Aaron Rodgers to go to them and go, guys, enough of this. I am ready. Let's go win a Super Bowl. I'm all in. And he just never does that, right? So if he would do that, they'd be like, yes, that's what we've wanted from you. But because he doesn't, and it's always this stuff they have to deal with, it's like, okay, like we're just tired of it. So let's move on. But it makes it tricky because a player like that, you got to get a lot in return. I mean, who was it? Garofolo maybe yesterday that was on or a couple days ago saying, like, if the Jets want him, the Packers might want two first rounders and the Jets just aren't going to do that or that it would be hard for them to do that. So yeah, I, it's a weird spot. And I think the Packers would just really love Aaron Rodgers to tell them how much he loves them. And he won't do that. No. And like, don't you think they could have, well, is it easy to say now? Is it too easy to say now? Like they could have gotten to this point two years ago. 
Two two years ago was the night at the mm-hmm. draft. Twenty twenty one when we thought he was going to Denver. Like, you know, we're, we're have some self respect, Green Bay. He's not your franchise. He's great. He's a legend. Right. He's you know going to the Hall of Fame and everything like that. But I think that I haven't decided yet. Is that too easy to say? I mean, there would have been a big package available for them and they moved on. Instead, what they do last year is sign him to this crippling contract and then trade Devontae Adams. Okay. I just just doesn't make sense. It might say more about what they feel about Jordan Love. Yeah, well, I think they, they have maybe that's changed, Sal. I mean, because yeah. first couple of years you tended to only hear concern about him but I feel like that's changed and I don't know if I should fall for that or what but it seems like even the Packers themselves are talking about him you know it'd be easy for them not to right it'd be easy for them like yeah oh well you know he's still growing and things like that but they're talking I think a little bit more convincingly about him right now and it's not like Rodgers is just going to walk or anything like that they have to deal with that first maybe it's a maybe it ends up like Watson where they have to suck up the contract, but he's just like not around or something like that. I wonder if that's a possible outcome. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I don't. I mean, he's not going to retire, right? I mean, I think we all kind of know that. He's yes. Not, this guy, he has so much money on the line he's going to make by playing, and he's not going to want to go into the Hall of Fame the same year as Tom Brady and J.J. Watt. That's just not going to happen. It's $59.5 million in his pocket, <laughs> right. as yeah, Ross put on. it, for five months of work. That's how Ross put it. Right, right, right. Very nice. Well, enjoy baseball practice. All right, thanks. Sal Capaccio on the West Her Hotline. Coverage of the NFL Combine brought and Sal's visits also brought to you by my friends at Outlet Liquor. Your place to buy a case, Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Funny thing one uh, NHL team is doing with the deadline here being tomorrow. Appreciate the, the sense of humor shown by one team. Want to tell you about that after a break. Sabres have traded Anders Bjork to Chicago for future considerations, whatever that will amount to. He was in Rochester. He was here for a minute, acquired from uh, Pittsburgh, if I remember right. Does that go back to Botterill even, Bjork? I'll look that up. You know, right now I'm just sort of trying to remember live here in front of you. Four o'clock, Mike Giardi, NFL Network on the Combine, workouts underway, the linemen. Uh, We've had a lot of coverage from Indianapolis this week. Also, Connor Rogers later. Paul Hamilton at the top of the 6 o'clock hour with Sabres pregame, Buffalo at Boston tonight. This is Mike Shope on WGR. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.